Shalom. Welcome to Parsha Perusal. This is Pastor Sam from Northern California. And we are today going to be looking at uh, chapters 44 of the book of Genesis. It is Parsha Viagash. Viagash. And it's Genesis 44, 18 through 47, 27. So that's the area that we're going to be focusing on today. And this is a, you know, really uh, interesting part of the Torah. Uh, in this situation, uh, Joseph's brothers have arrived in Egypt. And, and we talked last week. In fact, last week we had a special guest, uh, Brian Olson, with us. Um, and last week we talked about how Joseph be... As he trusted God, God continued to promote him, and Joseph had become the second in all of Egypt under the Pharaoh. So it was Pharaoh and then Joseph, and Joseph was basically in charge of pretty much everything happening in Egypt, especially in charge of the giving out of the food, because there was a famine in the land. Well, this week, guess who shows up? Um, you know, they're looking for food. And it's Joseph's brothers, because uh, Jacob had sent them to go get food. Well, Joseph decides to, um, well, test them, kind of. He's having a little fun with them, but he's also testing them, because they don't recognize him at all. And so he finds out a little information about them and finds out that they have a younger brother. And he's like, oh, I'd like to meet your younger brother. So uh, could you please bring your, your younger brother Um and they say, oh, no, we can't, we can't bring our younger brother because um, he is the, you know, basically the favored son of our father and the son of his old age. So it's a young, uh, he, he's younger, but he's very loved by their father, Jacob. And uh, so basically Joseph says, unless you bring me your younger brother, you're not going to, I'm not going to give you guys any food. And so... Um, we see what happens in this particular situation as we go through this Torah portion here. This is Judah responding to Joseph um, and basically trying to explain to Joseph how the loss of their younger brother would affect their father. As we get into this, why don't we go ahead and pray. Father, we just ask right now that you will give us understanding by your Ruach HaKodesh, your Holy Spirit, understanding of your word. And Lord, uh, as we look at just the change that happens in Joseph's brothers over the years. Help us to remember, Lord, that people don't stay the same. And, and sometimes we have issues with people at one point, but you work in their hearts and you desire, Lord, for us to uh, forgive, uh, to ask forgiveness of those that we have offended. And uh, so, Father, I just pray that as we look at this and we see what you're doing in the hearts of Joseph's brothers, uh, that you will remind us that we need to allow you to do the work you want in our lives and in our families, especially during this season, Lord. Uh, so many times there's family issues, and when families get together, it comes out. So, Father, we just pray that you will give us wisdom, even as we meet with our families over the holiday season. We pray all this in Yeshua's name. Amen. All right, so we look at chapter 44, 
And I believe this uh, passage starts in verse 18, verse 18 of chapter 44. And it says, Then Judah came near to him, came near to Joseph, and said, O my Lord, please let your servant speak a word in my Lord's hearing, and do not let your anger burn against your servant, for you are even like Pharaoh. My Lord asked his servant, saying, Have you a father or a brother? And we said to my Lord, We have a father and an old man and a child of his old age who is young. His brother is dead, and he alone is left of his mother's children, and his father loves him. Then you said to your servants, Bring him down to me, that I might set eyes on him. And we said to my Lord, The lad cannot leave his father, for if he should leave his father, and his, his father would die. But you said to your servants, Unless your youngest brother comes down with you, you shall see my face no more. So it was when we went up to your servant, my father, that we told him the words of my Lord. And our father said, Go back and buy us a little food. But we said, We cannot go down if our youngest brother is with us. If our youngest, but we cannot go down. If our youngest brother is with us, then we will go down, for we may not see the man's face until our youngest brother is with us. Then your servant, my father, said to us, You know that my wife bore me two sons, and the one went out from me, and I said, Surely he is torn to pieces, and I have not seen him since. But if you take this one also from me, and calamity befalls him, you shall bring down my gray hair with sorrow to the grave. Now, therefore, when I come to your servant, my father, and the lad is not with us, since his life is bound up in the lad's life, it will happen when he sees that the lad is not with us, that he will die. So your servants will bring down the gray hair of your servant, our father, with sorrow to the grave. For your servant came surety for the lad to my father, saying, If I do not bring him back to you, then I shall bear the blame before my father forever. Now, therefore, please let your servant remain instead of the lad, as a slave to my Lord, and let the lad go up with his brothers. For how shall I go up to my father if the lad is not with me, lest I see the evil that would come upon my father? Now we need to remember what had happened here, because these are the same brothers who had sold Joseph um, into slavery. And now Joseph, they don't know it's Joseph, but now Joseph is requiring that their youngest brother stay with them. And so Judah here is showing the change in his heart because Judah is offering a huge, uh, you know, he's basically saying, I will take my brother's place. Please don't, don't keep my brother from going back. I will take his place. I will stay here. And, you know, this has got to be joy for Joseph to see this kind of attitude in Judah because no longer do you have that jealousy like they had with Joseph, but you have um, you know, you have brothers now, and, and it's clear that their attitude has changed where they really care. They care for their father. They care for their younger, all the, all the siblings. You know, there's a real heart change here. And, and this is something that I think we need to be aware of is that God changes people's hearts. God works in people's hearts. And so even though somebody at one point might have acted a certain way, and that might have been... Um, difficult in the sense that uh, we might have had some real issues with somebody in our family. Remember that God changes hearts. And so if God is working in their heart, we need to also be willing to uh, receive them back, to forgive them, and to ask forgiveness if we have offended them. And, and Joseph here is watching. He is testing. And 
He's testing his brothers. He's, he's kind of having a little bit of fun with it, I'm sure. But he's watching their reactions. And he sees Judah here being willing to sacrifice himself for his younger brother. And this is all, this is all very important because uh, Judah uh, was one of the main ones before who had uh, wanted, you know, who had sent Joseph away into slavery. And one of the one of the ones that was jealous of Joseph, and yet his attitude here has changed. So it's very important that we, as I said earlier, that we are led by the Spirit, that we're listening to what God and watching what God is doing, and we are willing to, if God has done a work in even one of our family, maybe they they're, it's somebody who has hurt us deeply, you know, in this case. All of these brothers had sold Joseph into slavery. They had hurt Joseph deeply. And yet he is reminding them that he is loved by God um, and that they are loved by God. Well, actually, what he's reminding them of is that, um, you know, through testing them of he's reminding them of what had happened, basically, because they're all remembering what they had done to Joseph here. But Joseph understands the one true God. He knows that he is loved and he has seen God work in such an incredible way in his life. And so, you know, that's that's the important part here is Joseph has been tested by God and, and been found to be faithful. But at the same time, Joseph has tested God in a way because he has tested him by having faith, by trusting God in spite of maybe the way the circumstances looked and, and maybe wanting to fight for himself, he didn't. And, and uh, even to the process of being willing to be thrown into prison and wait, well, he didn't have any choice there, but, but willing to wait and trust God through all of the circumstances, you know, throwing, uh, becoming a slave, becoming a prisoner, being forgotten. And then finally God promoting him to second in all the land. But Joseph now realizes that God is, has promoted him not just for his own sake, but for the sake of his family and for the sake of the promise that he made to his father, Jacob. And so as this plays out, as you know, later on in this Torah portion, um, Joseph uh, will uh, uh, let Benjamin go back, but he will put his cup in Benjamin's bag. And so as they're departing, uh, the, um, the people come after them and they find the cup in Benjamin's uh, bag and they arrest all of them. And uh, that's when actually where you see uh, um, them willing to uh, give themselves in place of Benjamin and uh, willing to be thrown into prison uh, to do whatever they can to protect Benjamin and therefore also protect their father. And this is overwhelming to Joseph. And, and he, uh, you know, basically is getting ready to break down and cry. And he sends everybody out from him except for his brothers. And he reveals himself to his brothers. And when his brothers, you know, at first are fearful, he tells them, don't be, don't be afraid. You know, because what, what you meant for evil, God meant for good. And God used even... The, the bad thing that you did as a good thing so that our family could be saved. You know, what, a, what an incredible uh, outcome and, and what an incredible attitude we, we find from Joseph. And, you know, it's, it's hard to forgive. Sometimes we really have to humble ourselves to forgive, but it's also hard to receive forgiveness. 
And in both ways, we, uh, hum, there needs to be humility. And these brothers were ready to not only forgive, but they were ready to receive forgiveness. And that is such an important aspect. And so there was restoration and and uh, weeping, and he cried on all of his brother's shoulders. And then there was rejoicing as he re as they returned with food to the father, to their father, and were able to tell their father that his son actually was alive. You know, that's the kind of outcome that only God can can create, and he does create all the time. That's the awesome part about this. As we trust him, it, it's a matter of faith, and so. As we go into uh, the holiday season, let's trust God for reconciliation, for forgiveness, for, for God to work in each one of our families in, in a way that is beyond our imagination or even what we think could possibly happen. Uh, let's pray right now. Father, just as we see in, in Joseph's family and in Israel, the, Jacob's family, Lord, this restoration and this redeeming uh, um, event where the brothers come back together and they are restored. Father, that's what we are praying for in each one of our families where there is a need for restoration, that there will be, uh, Lord, just a return. Uh, there will be, uh, Lord, a, a wonderful time of fellowship because, Lord, things are, whatever the, the issues of the past and the, and the, grievances and the things that have happened that people are willing to forgive. But Lord, not just for our families, Lord, but also for our churches and especially, Lord, for your people, for Israel. Lord, you are, Joseph is a type of you, Yeshua. He's a type of you and, and how much you long to be restored and be revealed to your people, Israel. And Lord, that will be a time of mourning, a time of weeping, just like it says in scripture. Um, and so, Father, we just pray that that will come soon, that time of restoration of the house of Israel spiritually, Lord. And um, we just thank you for the way you work in each one of our lives. And we thank you for Hanukkah that we just celebrated. And uh, Lord, um, those of us who have trusted and believe in you, Yeshua, we celebrate your birth in this season as well. We celebrate the day that you were born. We don't know exactly what the date is, but we know you were born. And so, Lord, we celebrate it. And um, it, it is a wonderful time with family and fellowship. And so, Father, we just pray that you'll bless each person, um, not only who is listening to this, but each one of our family members and our congregations as well. And we pray all this in Yeshua's name. Amen. Yevarecha Kadonai Vayishmarecha Yeir Adonai Panavilecha Vehunecha Yisah Adonai Panavilecha Vyesem Lecha Shalom The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. B'shem Yeshua HaMashiach Sar HaShalom in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah, the Prince of Peace. Amen and Shalom, Shalom.